Hello, welcome to In My Mug, episode 645. I'm Dale Harris, and this is my brewer. Roland Blue. Yes, I'm, I'm running with this. <laughs> Okay. Coffee this week <laughs> from El Salvador from our superstar farmer Ernesto Menendez. This is from Finca La Illusion and it is a natural bourbon. Yeah. And Roland is going to do something a bit different for us this week. So we're not going to focus too much on the coffee. We've given you some information about that in a previous episode that you can uh, go back through and find out a bit about Ernesto and some of his farms. We're going to focus on how we're brewing it because we have crazy stuff going on. Roland, yeah. the stage is yours. Okay. Well, it, it is actually going to be important. This is a natural process bourbon, so it's got quite funky, fruity flavours to it. And for me, one of my favourite ways of brewing coffees like that is in the Ibric. This is my, my special Ibric that I brought in. Ibric, Bricky, Kevez. There's lots of different words for this thing. And depending on which country it comes from, it's the most traditional and common way of brewing coffee in the world. For lots of people in lots of parts of the world, they don't have a cafetiere at home, or if they've had coffee that isn't, it's kind of needed at home, but is not an espresso machine, it'd be something like this. It is a pot that you put with water and ground coffee, and you heat it, and then you pour it and you drink it. Really simple, it's a really traditional, straightforward way of making coffee. I also think it's really delicious. Uh, it is one that, is not one that a lot of people in the UK see so much of, but I think it's a really interesting one that highlights some different flavours and really works with those funky fruity naturals. So, I've already got 10 grams of the coffee and I have a hard work of hand grinding this. Um, it is super, super fine grind. Really powdery, finer than I can get it on any of the electric grinders that we've got. So I've got a hand grinder to do that with. I've then got this really powdery coffee that's going to go into the brick and I've got some water that's going to go into that I've got 150 mils of water to go in with my 10 grams coffee and I've got some fire that has been generously lent to me by our roaster John so I'm going to try and light this love a bit of fire in this programme go and I'm going to turn it right down whilst trying to keep it lit. When I, for my recipe for brewing the Ibrix, it's quite a slow and gentle process. I don't want to do it really quickly and aggressively. Um, I'm looking for some low heat and I'm going to brew it hopefully around about five minutes or so. So I've now got my coffee. I'm going to add my water. That's cold water. Yeah, cold water. And I'm just going to add a little bit and give it a bit of a, a mix-up to make sure I don't end up with any kind of clumps of uh, dried coffee that are not mixed in with the water. So, I think this is one of the very few, or maybe the only method of brewing coffee where you're going to start from cold and it's going to get hotter during the brewing process or on the way around. I'm going to put that over the heat. And I've got a little timer here. I'll start my timer just to help me know. 
but actually what I'm really looking for is visual clues. Now, because we've got that really fine kind of powdery grind, what it's going to do is as it starts to heat up, that's going to start to form a layer on the top. And you can even see now it's got a little bit of a glossy look to it. So I'm just going to heat it up and let it start to just rise up and start to form a proper layer at the top. And as it gets closer to that like kind of boiling point, it gets harder, you're going to see that layer is going to start to rise. It's going to start to form a more solid layer on the top. Now, as it gets towards boiling point, just like if you're boiling anything else, you'll see the bubbles are going to get bigger and it's going to start actually kind of boiling properly. And I don't want to do that. I don't like boiling my coffee. It does not taste nice. So I'm going to stop just before it gets to that point. When I start to see that crust collapse and rise up, that's the point where I'm going to stop the brewing. I'm going to pour in some cups of it, and I'm going to drink it. All right, so super traditional way of making coffee. There are variations in different places yeah. that are similar to this. Uh, the water is not going to boil. It's going to approach boiling, almost get there, and you're going to take control of it. But then you get Ethiopian coffee brewing, where you bring it to the boil three times. There are some, yeah, like there is no one set. I think probably more than any, this is the kind of thing that's super traditional and done differently by different people. Yeah. You might use different coffees. You might use different ways of brewing. Your techniques can vary a lot. And for me, I really like using funky naturals and fruity coffees in it. I don't particularly like acidic and bright coffees, actually. But there'll be places where they prefer Brazils or places where they prefer kind of washed coffees, darker roasts, lighter roasts. And you might change your technique based around that. And traditionally, people making it bricks at home, where that, where that is their culture, yeah. often there'll be spices, there'll be different roast levels yeah. and different things going into yeah, the absolutely. coffee. This is more of a specialty, specialty coffee geek's approach to using in a brick. Absolutely. Find and this is me reinventing it a little bit. I am obviously not, this is not from a culture that I am part of. I've been of. to Stoke. You know, yeah, it there's no culture, you're right. Brick, so I'm going a little faster than I would have hoped for, but we should still get a good result out of this. It's starting to just rise up, and we're starting to see that that top layer is dropped inwards now. And when it begins to simmer slash boil, yeah. what temperature do you think it actually is? Do you think it is at, like, almost 100 degrees, or is it actually going to be lower and it's the coffee impacts it? No, we're actually kind of... We're probably around about the, the low 90s now. I'm going to turn that off. And this is probably not dissimilar to the normal brewing temperature, that kind of low 90s kind of temperature, because that top layer of the kind of, it's like a creme, it's not really the same, but that top layer is going to insulate a little bit and protect it, and it's going to change that temperature a little bit. So I'll pour that. And because we're grinding really fine, because of the way this is brewing and how much coffee and how much water you have there, this is going to be a really strong brew. It's not going to be a traditional filter coffee that... It's certainly a very different thing to the traditional filter coffee. I, you've got that coffee. It's, it's an immersion brewer in some ways. So you're going to have that body and texture that comes from that. And how would this compare to French press, espresso, mocha pot? I think probably mocha pot is actually one of the ones I would really equate it to. Yeah. It's 
got a strength that is not like a real espresso. You're not going to get that kind of thickness and oiliness and body that you get. But at the same time, it is heavier than you're going to get with something like a filter brew. It is going to have those suspended solids in it. We've got that powdery ground um, coffee. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a moment. This is eight. It is still very hot, remember. But that will also let those ground coffee start to settle out to the bottom. So the bottom, I would say about a quarter or so of this mug, we're going to try to remember not to drink that. <laughs> it's going to be very sludgy and silty. But because we have such a fine powdery grind, the vast majority of it will drop out to the bottom and we can just sip the liquor off the top. So for me, with this kind of coffee, this natural processed coffee, it will highlight those fruity elements, but it also gives it that body. It doesn't do so well at highlighting uh, acidic elements. And I find, personally, I don't really enjoy this with Brazils or those kind of um, chocolatey flavours. I don't think it quite does them justice. So with the acidity, does the acidity come through or it's lost? I find the acidity can quite often come through quite brightly, but it feels a little unbalanced. Like, it doesn't really showcase that to me. I like the things like the washed coffees, the more acidic ones, like the Rwandan we had a couple of weeks ago, I would prefer something like a filter coffee, where you can highlight that better. I'm following his lead. I'm not sure what I should experience here. So you do get some of the the fruit and funk. Now, mine's gone a little bit quick. I think we could probably slow that down, and that would give you that fruity element a little bit more. And definitely tasting the tasting or smelling the the natural kind of the natural process aroma, that little bit of fermented fruit, a little bit of kind of stewed berries, mm. forest fruits maybe. Yeah. There's that different that kind of bruised fruit and like overripe fruit element to it. Yeah. The chocolate is there, and actually I think this kind of brew method brings out some kind of chocolatey side to it and gives it that kind of Heaviness. It's also got a little bit of the, maybe the texture of a, a more high-end dark chocolate, so not kind of yeah. your, yeah. not your Bourneville, which I love, but more something like a single-origin dark chocolate where it is a little bit bitter, yeah. a little bit kind of a different, less refined texture than you get with, like, yeah. supermarket chocolate and kind of thing. And that fruit pairs with that really well as well. Mm. I get kind of a raspberry for me, like there's a, it's definitely that kind of berries kind of category. Um, and I think one of the things about the, the Ibrick as a brewing method is that you don't really get that clean, crisp flavours you might from a filter brew, because we've got a lot of texture there, we've got a lot of stuff going on. It's a little bit less clean, it's a bit more like a cafetiere. But you do get a really nice kind of long rolling sensation with mm. it, like, and the flavours last in the same way so they're all kind of elongated so it's not like you get a hint of fruit and then chocolate and then it's gone that fruit is rolling on and on and on and for me I I really enjoy brewing a coffee like this in a lot of different ways I think this would make a great espresso it would make great filter coffee you can make great aeropress or a clever dripper with it what's interesting is that each of these brew methods will highlight different characteristics and it'll be really nice in all of them but this is presentation is maybe a little bit different. So it's a good thing you can do that is really straightforward, really easy. And also you can do in the wilderness. 
Yeah. You can. Absolutely. <laughs> you can do that. I, this is, if you want to do the most basic way of brewing coffee, the most straightforward way of brewing coffee, it is this. Yeah. This is the closest we have to something that is a traditional way of coffee consumption. I think that's something we should all be interested and excited about. One other thing is as you're drinking it, you're not slamming it down like espresso. You're not drinking big gulpfuls of a filter coffee. It is slow. Mm. Like it's, for a small drink, that is something that I'm sipping at and kind of enjoying yeah. sipping at. And because you've been kind of heating it up, like the temperature is quite high, it actually really suits that sipping in a way that I think espresso doesn't always do. Yeah. So there you go. Amazing coffee from El Salvador, brewed in a traditional crazy Ibrick method through the lens of Roland Blue. I hope you're brewing your coffee in equally interesting ways. We'd love to hear more about it. Any questions, just send them in the comments. See you again soon. Can you, can you see his hip wiggling? I have got 10 grams of coffee. Are we doing this? Are we into the episode? It, it, it wasn't particularly intentional, but you've ruined it now. So, I mean, you can do it. I'm walking off. That was, my one, that was your one go at me, me doing this. There were no disasters there. <laughs>